0: Welcome everyone to The Joey Harris Show. You can follow and support the show at anchor.fm slash The Joey Harris Show. And as always, we are raising money, Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can give give the price of a cup of coffee. That is at tinyurl.com slash joe toys. And folks, I am pleased tonight to be joined by the woman, her kids call William Shakespeare Uncle Billy. Man, <laughs> Feebig is back, everyone.
1: <laughs> that is great. Hello, Frank. How are you?
0: I am doing wonderfully. How are you?
1: Oh, good, just fine.
0: Just you know, it it is true though. You know that it is Uncle Billy. He is it's the other true. man in your life, yes. other than your husband.
1: Yeah, he is the other man in my marriage. Like you're not kidding. It's yes. For I mean, could be worse, right?
0: Well, that I, is true. That is true.
1: Dead white guy. That might be awkward. Anywho, <laughs>
0: moving on. But you know, the last time that you were on, I named the episode, We Needed a Pot Roast President. And apparently the world needed some Phoebe in their lives because that ex- episode just exploded. People love that episode.
1: Well, I did think we were charming.
0: Absolutely. I listened to it like four times.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did. Even though I knew exactly what I was gonna say, I was like, she's hilarious. You're <laughs>
0: her friend. Absolutely. Yes. But I'm I'm I have you back. We're we're in like the pre-holiday mood here. Things are kind of slowing down. And I'm like, perfect opportunity to get Nan back on. And you're like, I will make time. Let's do this. And Definitely. so you. yes. So I don't know. We we talked about this last time. You said that you would think about it. So Last time that you were on, I explained to you the phenomenon from Seinfeld of George thinking that the ginger ale at the coffee shop was just Coke and Sprite mixed together, but he couldn't prove it. Do you have something that you know but can't prove?
1: I don't know. Yes, I think so. The short answer is you have given me, you know, 24, 48 hours of time to think about this. And so I really appreciate that. Mine's kind of—it's not as specific as Coke and Sprite or Coke and what? Coke, Coke and, Sprite. and Sprite, yeah. Mine got—I don't—I think. Okay, follow me on my journey. Okay. I, Erie, that driving in the United States is equal parts following the law and putting trust into the universe that everybody else around you is going to do the same thing. They're going to do what they're supposed to. Now we all know, especially in the city where I live people just I probably shouldn't trust anybody so I was thinking like well maybe that's something I can't prove but really I think what I know to be true that I can't prove is that none of us have any idea what we're doing I think we're good at some things I think we make our bullet journals our lists of to-dos and we go through our days as though we know what we're doing but really we don't have a clue so it's kind of I don't know it's kind of meta.
0: No, I get that. I think you are absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, I, I think that you know I'm I'm convinced that at some point somebody's just going to come in who, very official with a business suit on, saying, "Look, we know that you you're just you've been faking it all these years." You're and, bro- they, and <laughs> they're just going to take it all. Yep. That's you know, exactly. And there will be some days that I would give them. <laughs> what exactly. else do you want here? Here's my wallet. I'm just, I'm no, I
1: hate this thing. Yep. 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 So I, that's my theory. That none of us have a clue what's going on. We just pretend like we do to make it look good for other people.
0: Lately, I have the feeling that whenever I go anywhere, that as soon as I leave the parking lot, there's a light that goes on and like, all right, send all the crazy people. Send all the slow people. I am almost a daily visitor to the post office and various packages and things that all of them know me, but this past week, I'm just standing in line. It's the Christmas season. You expect that, but people are like, so tell me, what does this post office do? Like post office, like letters, what are you all doing? Like,
1: uh, You what? You let someone else carry it
0: for you? Stamps. Now what's the history of stamps? <laughs> How do do you all sell stamps here? (laughs) And all of that, like, you know, and I'm like, it's the post office. It's not changed in however many, like, you know, you have small town post offices. You have big town post offices, but the post office is the post office. You drop it off or you pick it up, you buy the stamps and you move on. But no, they're like, oh, so so I, I give my mail to you. And you're going to deliver it for how much? And I mean, seriously? Oh,
1: oh that's funny. That yes. is, yes. And also, I know there's people that don't get out a lot. You know, I have the luxury, I don't know if it's a luxury, of getting to go to somewhere else that is not my home. So if I were to become, while well, I think being a shut-in sounds lovely. I'm sure it would be very isolating and lonely. So when you go and you have interactions with other people, that you have it for weeks at a time. I'm sure it's hard, but also it's not like calculus. We all know what the post office does. We all know. Okay. Anyway, that's, you're funny. That's funny.
0: And so <laughs> while I'm out, like, I don't have a morning commute. My morning commute is, is eight steps. Yes. And so last year when everything was online over Zoom and all these meetings, they're like, we kind of miss our morning commute. That's when I, you know, would let my mind wander and that's what I, and then invariably it would turn, Joey, what do you do? I mean, like you never had this. I'm like, I go and get some coffee or something in the afternoon and that's when I do it. So I'm leaving the craziness that is the post office. Uh And I'm going to Dunkin' because you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Dunkin' somewhere where I live. Exactly. Um, I literally have eight within like a five mile radius. lucky, and so, but you, you learn very quickly. Not all Dunkins are made the same. Ah, like and doc- this one, this one may make your hot coffee good, but do do not depend on them for your iced coffee. You got to go to that one for your iced coffee. Um, so, I've been going to one lately because it's downtown and it's close, and they're usually open. There's been a lot of staffing issues, so your Dunkin may not always be open. So, but this one is usually open all the time. But there, so I have the app, I order ahead of time. So I'm like, I'm picking up a mobile order for Joseph. Yes, got it right here for you. I'm in and I'm out.
1: Efficient, I love it.
0: But again, I'm behind the people like you sell donuts here, you have coffee, let me, peru-. I'm like, it's the same. It's the same. The, the items have not changed. They may not have them, but you, they picked something else. But I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to skip the line. I'm going inside. I'm like, mobile order for Joseph. Got it right here. Thank you. Have a great day.
1: Exactly. Cheers. Move on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we've reached like the last quarter of the year. That's the time I call like the big holiday season. Yep. It starts with Halloween.
1: high Uh, holy day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So for me, like that's my number three holiday that I enjoy. It goes three, two, one. Christmas is my favorite. Okay. Um, Do you have a favorite Halloween candy?
1: Yes. Now it's changed because uh gotten more mature
0: okay.
1: in my age i love a heath bar
0: oh yes
1: heath bar. it's all i need bliss bliss i used to love a butterfinger also don't mind it now they're kind of similar so like you can probably see it's a trajectory that i'm on like whatever is next i don't know what comes after the heath bar on this continuum but um i love a heath bar i love, I love a butterfinger reese's come on classic do you have a favorite one? Are you a candy corn guy?
0: <gasps> I am not a candy corn guy. I don't mind them, but I'm like, I don't shun them, but like, I don't go out of my way. Agreed. Agreed. Like those circus peanuts, the orange circus peanuts. It's a circus. So, so I have to tell you this okay. in August. Um, I had uh, the building I'm in. We have three residential assistants at the time we have, we have four, but we had one that was not able to join us right away. He didn't come until two weeks in because of shots and vaccines and all that. Anyway, so I had my, my three RAs that I took program shopping and they're shopping for bowls and boards and all of that. And we're in line at a store waiting to be seen and all that. And there's a woman in the next register over and she tells her son, you can get one thing of candy. And she, he comes back with circus peanuts. She goes, those are disgusting. You're putting those back right away. Never pick those up again.
1: <laughs> if you don't, I will shun you and you're not coming home with me.
0: Right, That that is absolutely what was going to happen. She's like, no, we're shutting that down right now.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Poor guy, he just wanted to choose styrofoam. That's orange.
0: <laughs> do you have, or did you have like a favorite Halloween costume growing up? Or do you have one now that you wear or?
1: Um, no, n- now, no, not particularly. It's just, no, it, it's just, I, I don't know. I'll throw on like a funny, sparkly headband or something. Um, my mother was so creative. I swear that Pinterest had her brain bugged. Um, like she was doing stuff before, I promise I'll get to the costume thing. She was doing stuff that you see on Pinterest back in the late 80s. Early 90s, like the thing, you know, where you can hang over the pass over the driver's seat and passenger seat that has like the activity, like a bag, like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: She freaking made her own, like sewed it. Anyway, she's incredible. So we had amazing birthday parties that were all handmade, and our Halloween costumes were on point. Now, I'll tell you about one that I had, but also one that my sister had. My sister, who's two years younger than I am, platinum blonde um, taller, blonder, more beautiful. Like she got all the good things. Um, I got the wits. No, I'm kidding. She's very smart. Um, all that to say one year, I want to say maybe second grade. So like prime cute, my mother found somehow like a metallic fabric and got a, some, I think she might've stuffed it with, I don't know what she stuffed it with. Anyway, it was wide at my sister's hips and then it came up to her neck and she tied a ribbon around it my sister could stick her arms out she was a hershey's kiss joey
0: oh yeah yeah
1: it was so smart and like and we just have the best photos um one year for a school project right around halloween time i inexplicably i mean i know why i did it because i always do everything extra but i made a leopard costume and so i just wore that so that was fun um sorry dog in the background <laughs> um she like you know why not just scratch right while we're talking um i cannot pass the subject of halloween without talking about the year i guess i was i was eighth grade and because that was the year my parents said no more you can't trick-or-treat anymore you can hand out the candy and that you know that's fine mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. um we got three feet of snow on halloween i lived in minnesota at the time three feet so not only was I handing out candy, but I was also shoveling the sidewalk at the same time. <laughs> and uh, so that's, that Halloween lives in infamy. My sister wore the leopard costume that year and it was great because it was nice and warm. So those are the things I think about. I'm trying to feel like small Joey was a lumberjack. Small Joey was a, what were you?
0: I used to go. Well, my mother would go, and we would get the whatever, like Superman. Like you wear the mask with the little elastic band around oh, yeah. it.
1: Oh yeah, crime 80s. And,
0: and it was like the the pajama costume that it was like, but it had like Superman's face on on it, and like all of that. Yeah, that's that's what I remember a lot. And I have told this story before, but I'm sure you've never heard it, so I don't mind telling it again because it's new to it's new to some people this is what i remember most when when you think when you say to me halloween um there were like three people in my hometown my sister and i we would go next door we would trick-or-treat but then after that you got to get out of the hometown and go to the kind of bigger towns nearby to get the good stuff so we would go all the way out to my grandparents trick-or-treat there come back to one town trick-or-treat through there and then we would end up in the in the biggest town there and there was a like cul-de-sac that was up on a hill you drove up the hill to get to this it was called Ridgecrest Drive you'd start at one end go all the way around and then work your way back down so we're about halfway through this we're going from um, house to house it was me my older sister because I was only like four maybe five so my younger sister wasn't even born yet and my aunt. My aunt is only five years older than I am. So if I was five, she was ten. The three of us were trick or treating with my mother and my uncle, their their brother. They were they were taking us. So I- it was them two in the front seat and us in the, this bench seat in the back. We were all so we get out, go do a few houses, then they would drive up and all that. So we're we're trick-or-treating and there's this man who appears out of nowhere with this mask on and this real like creepy outfit. And he's like following people, but he would like get a little close to you and then back away, a little close to you and back away. And like he was making me nervous. And so we go to get in the car. And so I get in and I'm having to slide over all the way to the other side so they can get in behind me. I slide in. My sister slides in next to me, and my aunt slides in, and as she slides in, he's almost getting into the car with us to put candy in our bags, and it's like, happy Halloween, and, and somebody like yells out, I remember that, like, who is that? He's, he's like freaking people out, and somebody says, I think it's Mr. Green. Mr. Green lived in the house on the corner with his wife and his two daughters. And they're like, yeah, Mr. Green, stop that. You're disturbing children. All of a sudden you hear, it's not me. And you look over at Mr. Green's house and it's, Mr. Green is right there with like one of his daughters. He's like, I don't know what it is. And the man just says like, happy Halloween and calmly walks away and disappears. And to this day, I still don't know who it was.
1: That's uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah. like I said, I remember that now almost 40 years later, that was- you in
1: been by yourself and it, they were just like, yeah, you guys go, we we'll here.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that to me, when you say Halloween, that's what, that's what I think about.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, just one other fun little tidbit. I'm, I am in no way trying to top you, but like, you know, walking down memory lane. So I grew up in Minneapolis and, um, up several blocks from us, uh, Walter Mondale had his home. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned that to you. Anyway, he gave out the best candy, like full size candy bars in the eighties and nineties when you know nobody else was doing that so that was fun too but i do not have a creeper story for sure Dang. It,
0: it is on my list that you know when when the money when the money comes i'm going to hand out full-size candy bars at, at oh. halloween yeah that is I would,
1: creeper you at the
0: <laughs> <laughs> when the money comes i'm gonna definitely just gonna just ease into being a creeper i'll go back to ridgecrest drive and i'll just walk around like
1: you know. <laughs> oh that's so great uh don't
0: do that but you can do the full-size candy bars yeah no full-size definitely the full-size candy bars so we pass Halloween we get into the month of of November yep and you have almost for as long as I have known you done this thing on Facebook Mm -hmm. with with your two children where you ask them every day what they're thankful for that day yep and I look forward to this every November
1: if they ever get
0: to the point where they don't want to do it make something up like they did
1: it's coming real quick it might be next year but
0: (laughs) so what what made you start that what did you see it did somebody else do it
1: I don't honestly I don't know and you're right it is sweet and it's fun um and so mostly I think I do it for everybody else and not for the children I would like to instill gratitude as some kind of practice um but it is So I don't even know where it started. You know how we all talk about it just on Thanksgiving? I probably saw it somewhere because I am not creative like my mother. And um, probably just was like, what if we did the full month? How fun would that be? And so it is fun to look back. Like when they were tiny, because my daughter is 14 and my son is 11, which is shocking to me. Like, I mean, I've been here the whole time. So I don't know why. It is fun to look back and um see see what they were thankful for when they were little um and i would try and write it phonetically so like if they weren't if they didn't quite have their r's correct you know it was a w sound or whatever waste of cause and that sort of thing um so that's fun and it's it gives you a good i guess gives you a good window window into what they're into right now Mm -hmm. um which is what makes it the most fun, you know, they, but it's like pulling teeth right now. They're like, oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Uh, Like the last week or so I asked my son, I was like, what are you thinking for today? He goes, this is almost over. Like,
0: (laughs) I could see it in a few of their posts. They're like, look, it would be like um, that you would leave me alone and I can get back to this book I'm reading, please. And thank you.
1: Exactly. So it might be a little bit of a selfish tradition, but maybe somewhere in the back of their brains, they will have be like, "Oh, in November, you know, we should be grateful and thankful." So I don't know if it works,
0: but. So you get to Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. In in a perfect world, what is on Nan's Thanksgiving plate?
1: Not stuffing. I know. Okay. I know. Waste of space. Okay. It's not stuffing. No, I don't mind. Now, I and I'm also, I live in the southern portion of the country where stuffing and dressing are similar. Okay, I don't want to, I'm not trying to start another war. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. I get it.
1: Stuffing and dressing, to me, are fairly similar. I realize when it's cooked inside the turkey, blah, blah, blah. The stove top, that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't need. Um, I love, I love a, and this is another probably sign that I'm aging, but I love a salad, like a, a salad of special things that you wouldn't make. Um... Turkey, of course. Who doesn't love turkey? I don't get ham at Thanksgiving. We can have that at Easter. Why do we 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 don't we can have ham? Um yeah, those are yeah, we have some traditional dishes that um that my husband mostly grew up with. So we do those. That's kind of like we call it green salad, it's more of like an ambrosia kind of idea, like green whip and that sort of thing. Is there there is no nothing healthy in it whatsoever? Um, so we do that which I don't mind. Um, but yeah, I like the classics cranberries in the jar. Don't give me fresh cranberries. Don't need it. Um, so yeah. What, what does Joey have? What's ideally in Joey's
0: gullet? Oh, I gotta have the, the Turkey. I don't mind the ham because I mean, we have the ham at Thanksgiving, Christmas and Easter. Oh, nice. Uh, but um, Alton Brown is, is like you. He's like, we have the ham at Easter. Why are we having the ham at Christmas? I'm like, we had it at both. So, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> why are we? I, also, I don't know why we don't have turkey more often. It's easy. And, you know, anyway, continue.
0: So I have the turkey. Um, I have to have the stuffing or the dressing, whatever, whatever it, it is. But I, I get it. It is very filling. And it yeah. does take up a lot of space. Uh, I like a good green bean casserole.
1: Oh, well done, well done. Um, you put bacon in it?
0: No, but I'm intrigued with the bacon.
1: Good. Like collards, but with green beets.
0: Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> to think about.
0: I would not kick that out of bed for eating crackers. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but, um a sweet potato of some kind, like a casserole or something like that. Yeah. I also like the cranberries and can I, I flipped. I used to be a total jar person. I mm-hmm. went to the fresh stuff for a while. Now I'm back to the jar. I'm home. So, it's
1: okay. On home.
0: Yeah. So um, and then a good um, I say pecan pie. I don't get mad at people if they say pecan because it's the mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah. If people are like, I, I'm like I have pecan pie. Do you have pecan? We have both.
1: We had both. You yeah. So,
0: so yeah, whatever. Yeah, a good uh, with with some cool whip, uh, just a little bit on on top, and and I'm good. Yep. I am good.
1: Early in the day, or do you like snack, or do you starve and then eat? Like, what is the time frame?
0: I've got to eat something as I as I'm getting up, but then like we've always eaten with my mom when we were when we were when we we're back home. And hers is a good around one o'clock meal. That is that is always hers. Pretty good. And for years, I mean, well, I say years up until this past year, we've never gone home because there was never a time to go home. Like you had to turn around and come right back. So we would cook for the students here or just, you know, whoever was, you know, if you don't have a place, you can come here. And around around the same, like one 130, that's what time that we're we're that- eating. Um, Our friend who's coming home for Christmas with us wanted to do uh, a Friendsgiving and was going to do the Friendsgiving the Saturday or no, two Saturdays before Thanksgiving. Um, But then some people had a COVID scare and and she canceled. But before she canceled, there were going to be 12 people there she bought a 25 pound turkey because she thought apparently people can eat two pounds of meat per person. That's a big bird. That is a big bird. And then she's like, I don't have anywhere to store it. And so we have a chest freezer here. So it's still in my things. I I may take it home for Christmas. I probably need to bring it out now before it starts falling so I can take it home for Christmas. (laughs) To
1: the top of the car. Like what's his name that did the, uh, Mitch, what's his face? The politician.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
1: well, anyway, you could strap it Mitt, to the top. Mitt of, Romney. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Is, I'm not up on my Republicans. Sorry, guys. Um, but you, what have you? Just, can you imagine driving down 95 just strapped with a giant turkey just strapped to the roof of your car? That's funny. I like that image.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's what. But I have a story for you. I have been saving this because I know that you will enjoy this. So. Right. For the first time in six years, because my mother-in-law was having a surgery, my wife and I felt we needed to go and help take care of her. It just happened to be that it was the week before Thanksgiving, and this was a pretty significant surgery, like not major, but significant recovery. Yeah, she couldn't just do anything. It was like, you sit, you can't do it. You can't move around and all that. Just recover. Let us get it all. So we flew down. So we're there Thanksgiving week. Um, my wife's aunt passed away this past spring, just a lot of complications uh, that had a very hard life, like unexpected, but you're like, okay, if you, you know, unexpected, but not unexpected, like they weren't expecting it to happen, but you could see that it was going to happen at some point. Anyway, her husband, his entire family has gotten COVID. But nobody is getting vaccinated. I'm not going to get into all that. It just is what it is. His, yep. mother, his mother passed away from COVID while we were there. De- oh, no, shortly before we got there. And her visitation and funeral were the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law is, you know, still recovering.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, my father-in-law wanted to stay with her. So my wife and I volunteered to go to represent the family, Okay. So I know the Ashland's uncle, I know his son, his stepson and wife and their two kids and I know his daughter and her husband. So all told I know 7 people there. I did not know the woman who passed away. I don't know anybody else there. They kind of usher you in at the front, the family is there. The man that I know whose mother passed away is the first in line. Give the condolences, catch up a little bit. There are two men further down who look like him, I'm assuming are his brothers. Again, condolences, explain who I am. They knew my wife. I remember you when you were little. Catch up, reminisce, condolences, condolences, condolences. Then This is in a church sanctuary. So everybody else, there's like 60 people here. Most of them are staying for the funeral. We are not staying for the funeral. Stay a few minutes, give condolences, make our rounds and we're leaving. We go over to talk to the other people that we know. So Ashland's cousin and his wife are in a pew and we say hello to them, the kids, the other sister and all of that. So it's his wife, him, my wife and me all on one pew. My wife has kind of turned talking to them. So I can't really hear what's going on. So I'm like, if they need me, they'll bring me into the conversation. So I'm reading the little program that doesn't take any time at all. It's interesting. Then I'm looking at at the sanctuary and I'm like, The vestments are green now, but I don't think they're green when the Christmas season comes. They changed them for Advent. But I was trying to remember, I'm like, is it purple? I think it's purple. I don't know, yeah, so, but just anything. I'm listening to the people behind me talk. Is there new people now? He just got his second shot, but he had not, it hadn't been the full two weeks yet. But when it's the full two weeks, that he can then go without a mask at whatever his job is. So I was listening to that anything to pass the time there's this woman making her way across the front of the sanctuary and then she looks and she kind of stops and then she makes her way up the little side aisle like kind of towards me well the people behind me know her her name is velvet hi velvet how's it going and she's she stops now she's got a cane she's not a huge woman but a little bigger Mm. she she's using the cane and she's like i'm just so mad i don't know what to do and they're like what's going on and i'm kind of intrigued too so Mm. i'm like you know my wife is just animated just carrying on her conversation right and she's like i'm just i'm so angry i don't know what to do i am am just incensed and they're like what's going on and she points her cane like in the general area of my wife. She's like, she comes in, I don't get a hello. How are you doing? No hug, nothing. Just like, I don't exist. I am just enraged. I am so mad, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I think she's talking about my wife. Now, again, my wife is like, I make that all the time. I'll send you the recipe and all that. And so I'm like, out of the corner of my eye, I'm looking behind me. And there's nobody behind my wife. She's talking about my wife. So then she starts making her way up like towards me. Now I'm like, like just frozen. I don't know what to do. So I started to kind of elbow my wife. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Oblivious, paying me no mind. I might as well not be there, right? She stops right next to me. So much so that she's wheezing on me. I can feel her breath oh and 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 like i'm frozen i'm i don't know what to do and she's just sitting there and they're like "Uh, are you okay and the people like are you okay is everything all right she's like i'm just so incensed i don't know what to do and i have a weapon and she like brandishes the cane i'm like is she gonna get violent here and again i'm elbowing my wife oblivious to me and and they're like well if you're gonna get mad I think they, were, they, they didn't know like what she was doing. I think they were trying to play it off. They're like, well, if you're going to get mad and be violent and all that, you probably need to wear a mask so that you can get away uh, and all that. She's like, yeah, I probably do. And then she looks at me and says, do you all still live at the lake? And I said, no, no
1: because we,
0: we do not live at the lake. We never have and then she's like you don't well i know what i I, i'm I'm still upset and like just like walks away then at this point i'm like you know what i'll get in trouble for it later but at this point i don't care if i break my wife's ribs i'm going like this and and she's like she turns and says are you ready to go and i'm like (laughs) And I said probably louder than I probably needed to be. And she and, and I'm like, you didn't see what just happened? <laughs> she's like, no, what just happened? So I'm explaining it. I'm like, and this woman threatened you. And she's like, oh, that's Velvet. Nobody pays attention to Velvet. Now, the woman who passed away, this is her daughter. Who's had like issues. Oh. Okay? I'm not going to say what they all are on here because I don't know her. Right, right. I, you you now know as much as i know about this woman and as i'm telling this to like my i'm telling this to everybody
1: that's fantastic
0: my in-laws happen to think that they miss she mistaken us for them now i don't look like my in-laws my wife does not look like her mother a little bit in the face but my mother is all gray my wife is not and they just because they now live at the lake they lived at the lake for about a year and a half maybe no almost two years now but like we're not them and so like i'm like but what did you all do to her to make her so upset and they're like nothing and so i and so as we were leaving my wife went up to her because she was with her daughter and like said hello like hey i'm i'm ashlyn i'm you know sammy and martha's daughter and all that and then she like got a look on her face like oh, i got the wrong people i'm like who does that at your mother's Funeral, Ooh, just wants some, to get unresolved, just, some vi- some violence, but to, you know, be in the newspaper. To to my wife's credit, even though she was not there, like she was not in the receiving line. The woman was not in the sanctuary when we a- arrived to get a hug or not to yeah. give a hug. She just wasn't there. <laughs> but I, I tell people like people like the weirdest things happen to you. I'm like, yes, they do. That's so- true. It's on my Twitter bio. I said, I have social anxiety and weird things happen to me.
1: That is so true. That it's, yes. Yes. What? That's great. So have you, does this woman reach out? Like, is she, does she connect at all? Or is it just like, that was the probably the only time you'll interact with her?
0: Oh yeah, no, that will probably be the only time I interact with her. But I tell this to other people. I didn't know the woman at the time. My wife, like, comes in like, oh, he was talking about velvet. And they're like, oh, oh, velvet. I'm like, you can't give a heads up about velvet? (laughs) Listen, Joey, before we go inside, you need to (laughs) know about velvet. And I would be like, tell me all about velvet. I'll take notes.
1: And then you're ready.
0: And so I'd be like, oh, you must be velvet. Hi, I'm Joey. And then we could go from there. But no, just...
1: Wow! Yeah, I love small town drama. That is fantastic.
0: But I guess because like the other people that Ashton was talking to, they weren't bothered. But so apparently, this happens all the time.
1: (laughs) Can I get a heads up? I just need to know the politics of the situation that you're walking into. Right. That's funny.
0: I never get a heads up though.
1: Well, maybe it's like the universe trying to help you stay on
0: your toes. Either that or they're like, he needs some new comedy material. <laughs> Take notes, Joey. Okay. Yeah. I
1: said it, you. It's yeah. very, that old guy from up, like, broken oh, off my lawn.
0: Right. Well, one time I went to church, the church that we go to is a huge church. We have like over a thousand members. They have three different services. I go to the eight o'clock, which is the traditional service because I like being around the old people.
1: Is this at home? or no, this is
0: this is in maine okay um so it was in the summer one time because my wife was not with me she was traveling she likes traveling in the summer just because she's a teacher but there was another friend of ours who we like usually sit with that was there and we we're talking how are things going what's new with you you know just chit chat i get a poke on my shoulder and this woman turns around and she goes you're not gonna call me back? And I'm like, what? And she goes, you go out with me one time and you're not gonna call me back. She's like, what are you thinking about that? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she goes, you don't know what I'm talking about. And there's like five seconds of silence. She goes, I'm sorry, I thought you were someone else. (laughs) And then goes back to her seat. Mm -hmm. Now this is not lately, this is like three years ago. Nobody was wearing a mask then. I guess I look like somebody who she went out with one time and never called her again. But I'm like, as I said to my friend, Mary, I told her this story. I'm like, what was her end game? If I had been that guy, we're going to throw down at church. That's
1: what I don't understand. Like, what gives you permission to talk to somebody that way in the house of the Lord? What? Gesturing at people like, you never called me back.
0: What? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Uh, I never called you to begin with. That's exactly. what's happening there.
1: Maybe you need to listen carefully. Wow.
0: So then we move on from November and we've reached the December timeframe. Do you have any uh, Christmas traditions that you do?
1: Growing up, the short answer is yes, but also no. Growing up, my father was a minister. So Christmas is kind of a busy time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the liturgical church season that comes right before christmas called advent it's a time of preparation it sort of parallels lent that goes up to easter you know it's a time to prepare your heart for the thing that's about to come in the baby jesus which is great um my mother growing up so my dad would be at church very early a lot of ministers do this like by about eight o'clock on saturday they're kind of tuned out they're ready for the show that day like they're ready to go so My mother would just during Advent only she would get us and it felt like we did this more than once. We might have only done it one year, but it stuck with me. We would get up and go. um, We lived about four blocks from our church on, and not we were not on a main road, but our road ran parallel to a fairly major thoroughfare through Minneapolis, and so we could walk. Now again, December in Minnesota, so sometimes we walked, sometimes we didn't. But we would go and have just a quick breakfast on the way to church, which was always nice. So it was my mom, my sister, and me. So we did that. Um, We would always go out for dinner in between the services my mother did not want to cook and i can't blame her um so there would be like a seven o'clock or something like that no i'm sorry i take it back like a four o'clock with the children's pageant and all of that and then there would be the late service the 10 o'clock service and so we would go and for many years it was a very fancy restaurant because only either the chinese restaurants or the fancy restaurants are the ones that are open so we would go do that which was really fun um and inevitably we would be all my sister and I would be in like matching, you know, color coordinated dresses. And so it would be a super like cute thing. So my dad could get a steak and we would have like pasta with the cheese that came out of the grater. Like, what? it's amazing. Um, And then Christmas day, we always, we just take a lot of time. Um, We, everybody gets a package and you open it one at a time and you, let everybody figure out what they want. We do stockings, stockings are huge. Like the stockings are almost bigger than the presents. We have, we love a a sample size of anything in our home. Um, So we do that. Uh, We have like stocking annexes now, which is really fun. So just the idea of hanging out together, we eat, we kind of nosh all day long and then have a meal later. Um, We have a thing called the puff. It is not what you might think, but it is a pastry because even though my dad went to Berkeley in the 60s, the puff is not what you're thinking. Um, it is a pastry that is flavored with almond extract, and it is divine. It is so good. Um, so mostly for us, it's sort of like Christmas Eve is always kind of crazy, like ah, ah, running around church services and then collapse at midnight. And it's similar to that. Now we're still involved in our church, and when we we'll go home and visit them, and we'll go to a seven o'clock service and all that, and then collapse and do it all the next day so um what is what are the hair says if you do you have any creepy men staring in your window at christmas
0: no no oh. none none of that um ah. i actually have a um a tradition i started with my ex-wife uh, i have continued it i don't know if she has or not um one year i was working in security um And for some reason, had just gotten off, or so like we were, there was like a very short window of time where on Christmas Eve. So we went out to eat for breakfast on Christmas Eve. And for some reason, the next year we did it. And so we just kept doing it on Christmas Eve. We go breakfast out somewhere. I love that. Um, And so then when that marriage split up, there was one year, like uh, two or three years, no, actually, I did it by myself. Like I just went out for breakfast it, it did you know it could be a maybe a biscuit from McDonald's that I'm eating in the parking lot, but I'm not at home yeah, and I'm out and I'm out somewhere. Um, so then I told that to my now wife when we were dating, and she's like, well, next year I'd like to do it with you and so it has steadily grown bigger and bigger. Um, last year it was just me and her because of covid but uh, the year before that, I think we were up to like twenty-five people. Like, and yeah, that's
1: great because nobody wants to cook, you know, especially in right. the morning. Oh, that's so fun! I love that idea.
0: And then we usually, you know, the rest of the day. You're you're leading up to Christmas. Christmas Eve is my favorite day of the year because of the anticipation, like, and and all of that, like the hope, the hopeful season. Um, that night, we do we also do a church service, and then uh we i spend that at my in-laws my mother-in-law will either do some sort of a pasta dish or we usually will have like a breakfast casserole like another breakfast type of a meal
1: that's a fun idea
0: and then usually we do our um christmas there christmas eve and we do the one present at a time and you open it and, and and all of that and stockings and all of that and for some reason, like the past two or three years, we've gotten into like, we, we give each other a particular type of cereal and then we have a bowl of cereal after we're like, you know.
1: That's so fun. What a fun yeah.
0: idea. Yeah, so we, so we do that. Um, and I'm trying to get into, there is a, um, a tradition in another, in another country. I can't remember the country where the Christmas Eve, they give each other a book and chocolate. And then you spend the rest of the evening reading, and I'm I, like, I, I can yes. get behind this.
1: Yes, exactly. We're book people. Um, I have heard about that. I want to say it's. I mean, I'm sure it's more than one country, but um, I've heard about that. Have you heard about the? I'm trying to remember what culture it is that does seven fishes on Christmas or at New Year's.
0: Yes, yes.
1: That's amazing to me. That's that Feels like a lot of energy to exert, but like you know, why not eat seven different kind of fish?
0: And then Christmas morning uh breakfast at my parents' house as part of the traditional breakfast meal we always have oyster stew. For breakfast? For breakfast. It is a once in a year once a year thing but it's always Christmas morning.
1: How interesting. Where does that
0: If is you that... look if you look it up it used to be that any type of seafood was very rare to get. Um so it had to be cold when you were trying to go get seafood so it would keep and so apparently people would go it's, it's a southern thing like that is the special type of time of year they could actually go and get oysters and they would do all these different types of things with oysters and i think it actually like here's another way that we can uh stretch this this food let's let's do like a, a soup or a stew uh, type of a thing and that's the only time of the year that i want it is but i gotta have a bowl at um,
1: christmas
0: flavor it's it's a uh like a almost like a clam chowder like mm-hmm. i think except with oysters but it's got the butter in it the salt and the pepper and it's a milk based bowl. well yep. yeah
1: that's fun yeah yum Ooh, now you make me hungry uh, mm-hmm.
0: favorite cr- favorite christmas gift you've ever received
1: Oh, wow. That's hard. Um, I'm not sure I can think of one. Um, You know how Dumbledore says socks? Mm. Well, socks. No, I don't think that's my favorite one, but um, uh, I'm going to have to think about that. I don't know. I mean, I didn't like get a car or anything for Christmas. Be like, you know, paid off my student debt or anything. Um, that just shows you what i might be interested in now um i don't know do you have one that sticks out
0: this was not my favorite but it's one that sticks out um if you have hbo max they have a movie called eight bit christmas
1: i have heard this
0: um and and it's the narrator is uh neil patrick harris and it's talking about when he was younger not neil patrick harris but his character um getting trying to get the first nintendo that came out just when nintendo was popular and i was that age as well and also trying to get a nintendo so it, it hit me in the feels. but i remember getting the nintendo the the year that everyone got a nintendo and if you if you remember that time or or like nostalgia i would really recommend that it's called eight eight bit christmas love it i love
1: it that sounds fun I mean, I remember I was past it, but like the Tickle Me Elmo and the Cabbage Patch and things like that. I remember that. I think I got an American Girl doll. No, I think I got it for my birthday. No, maybe it was Christmas. My birthday is in the wintertime as well. So, um, but I think an American Girl doll back when those were pretty cool. I mean, I'm sure they're still cool. I don't talk to young girls like that about dolls. So um, that was a good one.
0: My My, my niece is seven. Mm-hmm. she she wants an american girl doll so. that's probably
1: about how old i was so yeah. okay. neat
0: so, so you get through christmas you get you get through all of that are you a new year's resolutions type of a person
1: no not necessarily i've had the same one for many many years and that is just to be darker than my khakis Um, that's my ongoing resolution. Uh, I should probably, it probably isn't super healthy, you know, to bake in the sun like that, but I love, I would sit in the sun. You don't have to pay me and I'll sit in the sun. Um, I joke about it a lot. Like, Oh, maybe that should be my resolution. Like, instead of interrupting people's conversations, I'm like, I should work on thinking before I speak. And so, no, I'm not terribly, um, yeah, do are you a I you are you're always thinking and making yourself better. Are there do you are you a resolution kind of guy?
0: Yes and no. Like I don't necessarily, but I'm like this year I want to like I'm not going to say like I'm going to lose fifteen pounds. I'm gonna like I'm going to drink more water. I'm gonna
1: there you go up
0: my step goal uh, things like that. Um, this past year I kept setting reading goals for myself Um, and totally rethought what i considered a book uh two years ago my goal was to read 100 books in a year and i did it 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 was close like but i did it um last year i'm like oh i I don't know if i can do that again so i like went back I, i cut it back to 80 books and again really close but i i did it covid helped yeah um this year i read something like look this is your goal like you're not competing against anybody anything can be a book comic books are books
1: they and do have a beginning
0: and if you're if you uh use goodreads or are on goodreads they count comic books they they have all of these things on there so i set a goal of 65 books but counting reading comic books uh my brother-in-law turned me on to a really big uh sale that comic comicsology was doing last holiday season that's online digital comics so they take all the old comic books and they digitize them okay you, you could get just an unbelievable deal for like 99 cents like mm-hmm. so I had all of these books and so I hit my record in like March <laughs> like, so I upped it a little bit and then I kept doing that I still read the regular print books i read kindle i listen to audiobooks and all that and comic books but i am on track to read 365 books this year what that's and not i will hit that tomorrow that's
1: incredible
0: <laughs> but that is including like we'll be finishing tomorrow my third read through of the bible but i listen to it on online at bible.com like yeah so yeah.
1: that's so interesting the idea that instead of depriving yourself of something or taking something away that you're actually doing something for yourself or you know have sort of a positive trend it's almost like that the tradition at lent to give up something but really probably what and i'm not a theologian by any stretch of the imagination but like the idea is that you know jesus died for everything that all of your bad stuff's wiped away so why not do something good so that's something i try to do in lent is say is do something for others or to you know to put positivity in the world so it's interesting that you would do that at new year's too i really i am down with that i vibe with that
0: right and so and and just doing more like i realized over the past year i think everybody was doing this in in 2020 like giving myself like some grace and a yep. break like your your mental health is important
1: yep yep you can't pour from an empty cup all that
0: right um I, I tell my students all the time you just because somebody else is cold you're not required to set yourself on fire
1: nice yep absolutely and that's bad setting too like even just saying no it's okay that no is a full statement mm-hmm. so it's okay to say nope I just that doesn't give me anything and not to be selfish or you know arrogant or anything but like if that isn't feeding you it's okay to just move on you know right give- so i'm i'm down with
0: that and i you know was planning on getting healthier this past year anyway and then last january i got this like just pain in my side and i'm like what is this all about um i'm in the weight loss program uh i'm doing all that and so i go to my doctor and it was like really hurting me my regular doctor wasn't there that day and another doctor saw me and he's like we got to take all these tests you got to get blood work and, and you do all that and it turned out it was fatty liver and they're like do you drink a lot I'm like I really don't drink at all like maybe a drink at Christmas but that's <laughs> like one or two drinks at Christmas but that's it um and they're like okay so you need to really like watch what you're eating because that's what's doing it most of the time it's from alcohol it's you know alcohol but it, it can also be that and so um going on this program to lose weight and then having the weight loss surgery really helped that but like all right i need to take care of myself physically and mentally mm-hmm. yep and with that i think 2021 was harder than 2020 because 2020 everybody gets hit at once and there's no manual for this like it's like oh this happens let's take this down turn to page 47 oh i got it
1: i live during a pandemic
0: yeah so we we get out of that and everybody's like oh 2020 was so hard and i'm like 2021 to me has been harder than 2020
1: yeah it's you know, the marathon idea of the thing instead of there it felt like you know we would solve that thing in 2020 and then oh jesus here we are in year two of this thing so it's keeping up with whatever you started or you know maintaining that's the hard part of any
0: resolution or goal i agree with you and so we're what 16 days away from a new year 17 days away whatever it is it is is less than 30 yeah and i'm still processing 2020 and it's going to be 2022
1: and that's two years ago
0: yeah yeah i'm like we have been in this for two years
1: yeah um wonder everybody's
0: exhausted oh yeah yeah and and it's just like so that's what i would say to everybody look as if you do resolutions or you don't do resolutions i guess it was two years ago now so it was the the christmas when everything was still normal i'm we're we're driving home uh we drive overnight because it just helps with traffic and all of that it's my turn to drive. And when I drive, I listen to what I want to listen to. And I usually listen to things at either two, two and a half, two, two times speed, what I do for podcasts yeah, and one and a half for, for books. Um, and I have an audible subscription and it was uh, one time, like their most popular narrators, they asked them about their Christmas traditions. And there was one, um, the guy says that this time of the year, he likes to Think back to where he's been, so the past. Think forward to where he's going, but most importantly, think about where he currently is at this moment. Mm-hmm. Just reach down, enjoy the moment, but really think about, all right, I'm here. How did I get here? Where am I going? But what am I doing right now? Mm. And so I've tried to do that ever since I heard that. That's wonderful. Yeah. So that that is the main thing but we have reached a delightful portion of our chat and it is time Nan, to play the presidential food game so you asked last time i put it it is the first one on my thing you asked about abraham lincoln yes so our 16th president leads us off this time and very apropos of this time of the year Abraham Lincoln was a big fan of gingerbread. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. 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 Is that something you can get behind or are you vetoing that?
1: Done. In in it. Anything. Just about anything. Now, okay. As we learn everything about lots of people, we find that they're problematic. So I understand now that Abraham Lincoln was not a saint um but i can i stand with the uh with gingerbread could be right there as long as it's fresh and not that stale stuff that comes in the package for the the house so like i'm there done
0: i feel that Mm -hmm. i'm a fan of the fresh gingerbread too yeah we're going back a few presidents to our second president john adams john adams was a big fan of apple pan dowdy do you know apple pan dowdy no do you have a reference It is almost like, and people are going to hear this and they're going to be screaming, no, that's not really what it's like, but it's the closest thing, almost like a a cobbler type thing. So it's it's baked in a pan. So you think dessert, apple based.
1: Got it. Down. I absolutely, I, I cannot do pecan, 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 whatever. Can't do pecan pie don't love pumpkin pie if I had to have a pie I'm a cake kind of gal and if I had to have a pie it would be apple so like a strudel a, 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 a coffee cake I'm there I'm there go ahead John Adams
0: I think you and John Adams or I just think about Paul Giamatti from from the John Adams miniseries <laughs> yes you're like John this is some really good apple pan daddy. yeah
1: yeah fantastic where did you did the apples did these come from your orchard like what <laughs>
0: Did Abigail bake this, John? Yeah, you can tell me.
1: I feel like Abigail Adams probably didn't do a lot of baking. She was like, "Find someone else. I got, I got letters to write."
0: You know, I bet you're probably right about that. Mm-hmm. There's an old, like, I'm sure it's over 100 years old now. There's a song, Shoe Fly Pie" and "Apple Pan Dowdy." Oh, that?
1: okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, nice. So, so huh. yeah, he huh. was a fan of the Apple Pan Dowdy. Okay. Now, to me. And and I just say that because of decisions that he made. To me, this next president, regardless of who else has come and gone since then, is our worst president, William Henry Harrison. (laughs) He was in there for a month because the man didn't want to wrap up when he was doing his inauguration. But that being said, he was a fan of like throwing parties, I guess, when he was campaigning and some of his things before that. And he was a fan of hard apple cider.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Me and Bill, I'd party, party with him.
0: My wife, this would be her favorite president because she loves a good cider, a good yep. hard cider. Yep. She is I'm, all about it.
1: I'm down. I'm down right there with
0: him. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Speaking of bills, uh, we go now to not only our 42nd president, Bill Clinton, but our most recent president before President Biden, Donald Trump. Now, Bill Clinton has changed his eating habits since then but back in the day and donald trump still now to them the end all the be all was mcdonald's fries how do you feel about mcdonald's fries
1: i should not agree but i do they are wonderful now there are others that are good but they like that's the thing i appreciate about mcdonald's you can go to any mcdonald's even if the ice cream machine isn't working, you can always find the same cup of coffee. You can always find the same fries. And so you always know that they're going to be good. Now, I will say Chick-fil-A, also problematic, but I do love a waffle fry. Um, But yeah, yeah, McDonald's french fries. They're pretty great.
0: I'm thinking that's probably why both of them, like you You, you remember Bill Clinton back in the day. Like I said, he's he's like a vegan now and he's changed it. But back in the day and Donald Trump now, like, I can see them liking McDonald's fries. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Going back a few presidents now uh, to the man who led us through most of the 50s, Dwight Eisenhower. Dwight Eisenhower was was a fan of beef stew. How do you feel about it?
1: I love a beef stew. Um, But the thing about beef stew is people think it's easier to do than it is. A good beef stew takes a long time you got to braise, you got to like, you got to do something with that beef. You can't just throw it in a pot and be like, good luck, bro. Like you got to really love on that beef. And that might be the name of this episode, Joey. Love on that beef. Love um, that
0: beef. I'm writing it down.
1: <laughs> no, you pick, of course. But you got to really like imbue that beef and, and then you can let it cook and stew in all the juices. So I do love a beef stew.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Yep. I'm there. Going back now to our 41st president, George H.W. Bush, um, while he was in office, uh, a a bit of a conundrum happened where he finally admitted to the world, uh, as well as his family, that he was not a fan of broccoli, not at all. And it was a, it was a whole thing. And he's like, I've just never liked it, you know, and I, I could admire the honesty and all that. How do you feel about broccoli?
1: I, you know, I can take or leave broccoli. Um, I don't mind it. I prefer green bean, if I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, broccoli's fine. Broccoli's fine. But like, you know, it gets in your teeth. Like, it's okay. It's not probably. I read somewhere that it was either broccoli or cauliflower is actually an invented vegetable. It's not like you don't have, it doesn't grow on a tree. Like somebody created broccoli. So correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't do my research before, clearly. But I read somewhere that broccoli is invented anyway broccoli's fine and i could i mean i if i was a president of the united states i might also say not doing it not eating broccoli
0: i feel like if they served it to me i'll totally eat it there you go i I don't go out of my way right to eat the broccoli
1: right unless i'm particularly like self-involved and i want everyone to know that i'm eating healthy give me the broccoli but that's so rare
0: I'm also like that. uh, And this may surprise you uh, about pork chops. Like if, 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 if I'm invited to Nan's house and we're serving, you're serving pork chop, we'll gladly eat it. We'll probably enjoy it, but would never go out and order it on my own. It's that type of a, it's that type of a thing. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I would do like a a country fried pork chop kind of idea, like at a breakfast diner kind of place where you know there's plenty of grease and they're going to do it right and whoever's cooking probably is really good at it but yeah pork chops there's they can you know they're easy to mess up pork chops so i'm with you there with you there
0: yeah uh going forward a couple of presidents now uh to george w bush our 43rd president he enjoyed as a snack a good peanut butter and honey sandwich why not a fan of the peanut butter and honey
1: no, I mean peanut butter all day, crunchy. I am team crunchy. Um peanut butter and honey. Yeah. Peanut butter banana? Sure. Peanut butter and jelly? Down. That's strange. Not gonna lie. A little weird. Who is that? What president was that?
0: George W. Bush.
1: Is that a Texas thing?
0: It may be. It may be. It's a Texas thing. That's bizarre. I've had it I've had it before though. I I had heard of it before. So. Hmm. All right, moving right along to our forty-fourth president, Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. Barack Obama loves nachos. Oh,
1: I oh I didn't know if there was more following up on that statement. Nope,
0: just nachos. Uh He loves nachos. nachos
1: Great, nachos are a meal. Like that's a meal. Um, I have uh, orthodontics for a while because. I have a death wish, I guess, I don't know. So that's one thing I really miss is chips, but it's just too much, it's too hassle So I don't mess with chips right now, but I love, I love, a a chip is an excellent vessel.
0: A chip is a a really good vessel. And I love nachos as well. That is the one thing, um, going through gastric bypass surgery, you have to go and meet with a psychologist and I have to do follow-up appointments. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, like, what is a meal that you are going to miss that you may never be able to eat again? And I said, nachos. And he's oh. like, okay, so I'm going to ask you. And he sure enough did it in my three, three-month three appointment. Like, do you miss nachos? I'm like, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Like, I had my version of nachos. I really need, I need some sort of a cheese. I need some sort of a protein, a meat. And, like, if I could just, like, crumble a couple of chips on top of that, I need some sort of a crunch.
1: with you i don't feel like i've eaten unless i have had something crunchy is that that's probably some kind of psychological something i feel like i've eaten more if i've there's crunch to it lettuce is fine okay lettuce is not a good substitute for chips but you know what i mean like if it's crunching it's
0: crunchy. yeah no i'm totally with you on that shoveling it uh going back now quite a few presidents but we arrive at calvin coolidge Uh, alvin coolidge loved chicken but it had to be like fresh chicken like newly killed and then prepared whatever i guess fried and then serve it to him he did not he wanted fresh chicken
1: still some feathers in that skin huh maybe wow i mean i love chicken chicken is great it's the it's it does chicken becomes like tofu becomes anything you want so I don't necessarily need it to have just died that morning. Like, you know, whatever your journey is, I suppose that's the benefit of living in a modern society where who knows where your chicken was 10 days ago. But yeah, I'm down with chicken. Made chicken tonight. You're welcome.
0: Hey, that's awesome. Yep. Um, and then our final one the only man who has served non consecutive terms in office. So he was both our 22nd and 24th president. Grover Cleveland loved oatmeal.
1: Here's how I feel about oatmeal. Oatmeal serves a purpose at certain times for me. Like I will go in and out of phases with oatmeal. Like yes, oh I love a warm oatmeal if I'm feeling like yes, I need to fill my tummy or whatever. I don't know. It's if you serve it to me, we'll gladly eat it. Now, I probably wouldn't eat it in like an industrial setting like where it's a big pot and you like plop, like plop, plop it on the bowl no um that's like great though, for me too like I don't want a big vat of anything really um but also I wouldn't turn down oatmeal if like, if I came to your house and you're like man it's breakfast time we're having oatmeal I'd be like, great Joey what are we putting on it you know so I'm there I'm there but also could take or leave
0: I get that I get that I like the slow cooked oats yes, overnight overnight yeah well done I'm all about that so that was our last one
1: well, I, I, I mean, there was only one that I was like, ugh. So yeah, I feel like you, you
0: were mostly. I feel like you were mostly down with with what I they wanted. Like food,
1: like in general, I'm. I appreciate food. I'm. I'm not terribly hard to please when it comes to food, so that's good.
0: I got. You know, I'm. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. So, we have reached the point in our discussion where we want to do some recommendations for the crowd do you have any good recommendations for the group
1: oh um board games.
0: board games board games here we go
1: um i my children are at the age where they can compete and they don't throw down their cards and leave in disgust so um we're we're all about the classics we love a good skip we love a phase 10 um i actually carry a pack cards wherever i go just because we'll just end up at a, a brewery or something and the children are like and they're just like this sucks so like we can drink a beer or my husband and i can each have a beer and we can play you know golf like the four card thing or we love a game called trash because it's really easy to keep track of. um another board game that we love and these are all classics like board game people know these but if you haven't looked into board games recently um sequence is fun There's a it you know this one hmm with the mat and like the chips and all that. That one's fun. Um, we played one. We like exploding kittens at our house, um, which is just how it sounds. Um, and um, we got a new one recently. It's another card one called Sushi Go. That's a fun one. Very, uh, uh, I don't know. You kind of have to play it a couple of times before you get it. That one's fun. I'm trying to think uh I don't know what are are, those are the things that the board games that because now is the time to like when you're hanging out with family can play board games you know Monopoly is a classic but also I know like divorces have happened because of Monopoly and like people don't speak to each other for that so I'm not gonna recommend that one but um do you have any that you love or do you is your family like into board games?
0: we used to be um I do remember uh when I was working there before you were working there we got as a department with with a a few added on people so there was like at least 10 of us playing we were playing um phase 10 Uh and my now ex-wife and I were accused of cheating during the game by somebody else I'm like listen if I were cheating I wouldn't be dead last and I was I was just straight up losing I was like on phase one
1: Oh, just tonight, actually, we played a game called phase 10 twist. Have you seen this? No. Um, It's a little, it's, my husband said it's not as fun because everybody kind of ends up at the same place at the same time. But the whole idea is you, as you win phases, you skip ahead and there are a couple of twist cards that you can get where you're doing a different phase instead of seven cards of one color, it's nine cards of one color or two sets of three in front of two or whatever. So just some fun, different ones you could probably play it without the actual board game where you're like moving the pieces or whatever. So could be a fun one.
0: Now, I will say this. My ex-wife was a fantastic phase 10 player. Her entire family is because they play where after phase one, you can skip to any phase you want to. You just have to eventually get them all there. You don't have to go in order. Ooh,
1: I dig house rules. I mean, as long as you know what you're up against. Right. Like, UNO is one of those that, you know, we put whatever, the pot in the middle or you know, any of those. What's your house rules for UNO? That's interesting. Skipping. Mm, I might have to bring that up.
0: And if you read the uh, regulation rules for Monopoly, everybody has been playing it wrong for years. Like, no Monopoly game should last more than 45 minutes.
1: How is that possible?
0: Because if you land on a um, property and you don't want to buy it it immediately goes up for auction and somebody has to buy it that is oh. what the rules say
1: interesting oh yeah that's not how we play i yeah. don't get it Those and all that that's a, that's a lot
0: when i was in college we all went through a huge monopoly phase where like everybody was playing it but there was two people i went to college with who were massive cheaters and about a month and a half into everybody playing like People just refuse to play anymore. I'm not playing with them. They cheat, and yep. so we were. I was talking over it with a friend of mine in class one day, and somebody who was not a part of our friend group says, "You're talking about so and so and so and so. I'm never playing Monopoly with them again because they cheat."
1: And and this I'm is like, I know when you went to college, yeah. So oh, that's bad.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't love Monopoly. There's it's too fraught, like with emotion.
0: Oh yeah. Should- no yeah yeah no it, it it is definitely too fraught with emotions you're you're right about that. Let me see what would mine be? My recommendation. Uh, I talked about eight bit Christmas. Uh, that's really good. Um, what have I seen? What am I, I I'm watching the classics. I'm watching Christmas episodes of favorite TV shows that I love like I'm going back. Uh, I've watched all the Christmas episodes of Frazier. I enjoyed that i'm doing the christmas episodes of mash now
1: oh nice
0: they actually had more christmas episodes than the real korean war had christmases that people were there but it is what it is because the show went lasted 11 years what's that
1: they stretched a lot of things i think for mash i'm not arguing because i think it's a great show but
0: um so i do that and then i go into this week I'm going into, I've got to watch Rudolph. I've got to watch Frosty. I've got to watch, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, oh, yeah. Um. Ooh, I've got one. If you have Peacock, it is on Peacock. I saw it yesterday. It is an obscure Steve Martin movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's called Mixed Nuts. It is a... Uh, sort of a it's a it's a very heartwarming movie but it's a very twisted heartwarming movie um, about a guy who runs a suicide hotline played by steve martin and like i think it's a christmas eve and just all these crazy things that are happening to him and he talks about like how the holidays are hard for him because his father was run over by a truck that was carrying a thing of mixed nuts and all of that and, and I didn't know what to think of this when I first got it because I had gotten all of these Christmas movies for a uh, actually a, a program I did when I was in college where we were just having a holiday marathon. They're like, go get anything that's Christmas related. And I got that. And it's just very intriguing. So mixed nuts, I, I would give it my highest recommendation. Um,
1: of an obscure movie that Keanu Reeves was in called Babes in Toyland. I mean, the movie is... Like the idea, it's been it's been a movie forever. But like, do you know this movie, babes, with the one with Keanu Reeves?
0: I I don't think I've ever seen it. I am aware of it, though. Yes, it's weird.
1: So it and I there's you know how you take a phrase from a movie that you saw when you were a child, and it's like the phrase that you say all the time. So the Keanu and it's probably other famous people, but he's the only one I can remember. Live in Cincinnati, and they talk about it all the time. But like the evil guy in Toyland can't ever pronounce it, so he calls it Cintiwatsky. So, <laughs> so whenever I talk about Cincinnati, I say Cincy Watsky and most of the time people are like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, oh, "You
0: wouldn't understand." <laughs> Cin- oh my goodness, that yeah. is just fantastic! So go ahead and plug away. Anything that you have to plug, it is that time.
1: Ooh i don't know go vikes skull skull vikes uh I, I don't really have anything to plug at the moment plug unplugging how about i'm going to plug unplugging
0: oh that is awesome yeah no i, I can get behind that i can definitely get behind that yeah you can find me on facebook twitter and instagram i make it easy for everybody it's at the joey Harris on all three of those if you if you plug in there i am i am on all three Comedy at gmail.com if you'd like to email me and again uh raising money toys for tots tinyurl.com slash cup of joe toys and that link will also be in the show notes uh but man always a delightful time with you uh when we are able to to catch up like this um i will definitely have you back on in the new year we, w- we will do it again um and thank you all so much in the meantime and in the in between time go and take care of yourselves and have a great week and have a merry christmas goodbye for now